Hi, and before we get into today's episode, I wanted to just share something I'm quite excited about, which is the Financial Fulfillment in 7 Simple Steps program. Now, this is something I've been working on for what feels like years, and I suppose on the in a in terms of a transformational journey perspective, it has actually been that long because it's taken me that long to to make my own mistakes, to to do the study that I needed to do, to have experience working with clients and actually really disseminate this information in a way that is palatable um, for busy women in particular. So it's something that will be released on the 31st of October. And if you want to get on the wait list, there'll be some lovely bonuses uh, for people on the wait list. Um, go to my website, so money-madesimple.com.au. And um, yeah, it'll be it'll be available soon. All right, let's get into today. Welcome to Money with Alpha, where I share simple tips for how to make, save, and invest money, while also connecting your values with your lifestyle, so you can achieve the life you really want. You will also hear interviews from real people as they share the ups and downs of their money journey. After all, we are all on a journey, and what better way to learn about money than to hear what hasn't and has worked. Hi again, and in today's episode, uh, we're going to be talking about the relationship that you have with money. Now, it's something that's come up a number of times recently, which is why I thought I would do an actual episode on it. And when you think about the concept of a relationship, you can have a healthy one, you can have unhealthy relationships, um, there's codependent, independent, dependent, there's all sorts of um, possibilities out there. And when it comes to money, though, we don't necessarily always think of the fact that we have a relationship with money. And ultimately, relationship, when it's not related to a particular human being relation, then it's something it's more um, connection or association or involvement, which is how the dictionary (laughs) looks at it. So if you think of the connection that we have with money, it's usually based on a whole pile of stuff that's come about because of experiences we've witnessed as children, stories we've heard, things that we've read, things we've had um, kind of come to us through the experience either directly or indirectly. Then as we, we get older, we end up kind of living through all of these lenses and these experiences and these stories and the news articles that come out and whether we're you know going to recession or we're in a boom or a bust or a bear or a Uh, bull market depending there's so much terminology and there's 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 such immense capacity to become so overwhelmed by it that um that you kind of freeze or you think that there's no possibility of improving the relationship and like everything um nothing is stagnant as human beings we evolve and we grow and we learn and we can we can change our situation in so many different ways whether it's physically, mentally, uh, emotionally, physically, whatever it is, there's, there's so many, so much capacity that we have that we often don't realize that we have the power to make the changes or that we're even making them, which is why it's often a good idea to, to self-reflect and go, wow, I've really actually come a long way. Um, and obviously, the older you get, the more ability you have to do that because, you know, you've got more years under your belt. 
Or you could also look back and go, hmm, I'm not quite where I thought I would be at this age or have the things that I will have. So then you then you can you can one you can go one of two ways. You can get so depressed by it and you, you stagnate as a result, or you can use it as a form of motivation and go, okay, well, I got here by doing not much. So if I do something, then that's gonna at least lead me somewhere. The thing then is, is to have the clarity of what to do. And in some cases, it's it's more the case of the action itself, because then you have momentum. And one of the things that, that I, I find really, really interesting is now we, we have a, a sailboat and when you're when you're out on the water and there's no wind, so you literally just you feel kind of stuck, to be honest. And you're like, oh, my God, if we just like turn this way. But you can't because you're not moving. So without movement, it's difficult to change direction or to do anything really. So having at least some movement, even if it might end up on, you know, looking back being possibly not the best movement is better than none really Um, because at least you then move either towards something that you realize you do want or you recognize that it's something that you don't want so you can move away from it but unless you move you don't even know if it's going to be good or bad (laughs) so like it's that rudder in the boat you can't move the steering wheel and have the rudder turn when you're not moving so that's that's where you know and and the relationship that we have with the people around us um, will move and flow and there'll be ebbs and flows and, and, you know, there'll be ups and downs and there's all sorts of things that happen, but it evolves and it moves forward. But if we never put that level of attention towards our relationship with the money, it's going to stagnate and we're never going to really learn what works and what doesn't work for us. So there's, there's a couple of things that I, I, I emphasize quite a lot and I'm actually going to go into a bit more detail in this on a, on a webinar in a, in a few weeks as well called um, How to Rewire Your Money, Habits and Beliefs. Um, again, if you want to have a look at that, you can hop onto my website and, and register for it. It's a, it's a free it's a free couple of hours. Well, it's actually no free hour really and then there's room for Q&A if you want. Um, but we look at habits and if you think about it, a lot of the stuff that we do is habitual. We get up every morning more or less, probably around the same time. Um, you do the things that you normally do. Like I, my, my morning ritual is to get up and go for a bike ride or to do Pilates um, or to go for a walk or to do something physical. That's usually my first um, first thing in the day. My husband's is quite different. Um, he'll have his coffee. That's, 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 you know, that's important. And then he'll usually go for a swim in the pool. Um, especially through winter, that's been something he's made a ritual and it wasn't a ritual until earlier this year. And now it is, and it's become a habit. So it's once, once you have these things and it's like, you don't even really need to think about them. You just then do them. But to start with, they take, they took some effort. They took some planning, to some thought. You had to maybe forego something to get that that other habit going. So that's that's where the habits really come into it. And habits are great things. Like a lot of people are like, oh, this is a bad habit. We focus on all the negative habits that, that inform who we are rather than going, you know what? A habit allows me to switch off to that particular action behavior or whatever it happens to be and focus on something else I want to actually apply my energy to so I actually really like habits 
Um, and I don't think they're boring. And, you can, and the thing is that you can get stuck in a rut. So that's the one thing is is having a, a review or a self-reflection mechanism built in to sometimes go, well, you know what, is this habit really serving me? Perhaps you had to do something to get through a p- difficult period of time. But then rather than continuing that through your everyday life, you stop and you 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 check in and you look back and go, okay, is this really, do I really need to do this anymore? And then the same thing goes with the beliefs and the beliefs that we have usually underpin the habits that we have as well. So for instance, you might think, oh, you know, I'm just, I'm just not good with money. I I never make good decisions. So, you know, don't ask me or I don't, I don't want to make the decisions. You'll abdicate that to someone else or you'll, you'll hire a professional or you'll do it, but you'll completely step away. And, and to a certain extent, I've been there as well. Um, I've always been a saver. So I've been very good at saving because I watched my parents spend. <laughs> so I was like, no, I don't want to be in that position. I don't want to come home one night and the lights aren't on because my mother forgot or couldn't pay the electricity bill. So I want to be able to, to save money and have money put aside. So I used to squirrel it away. But then you, you were not going to get wealthy just on saving. So I was like, okay, well, I need to, I need to start investing, but I know nothing about it. So I, um, I did the only thing that I, I thought you, you did in those days was to get a financial advisor, thinking that all financial advisors were great at investing. <laughs> not necessarily. There's a lot of things that, that different people can specialize in. So the, um, so the financial advisor, so I basically, you know, he was recommended by a friend. Um, I, you know, he was a great salesman, gave him my money and just kind of like sort of set, not set and forget, but just kind of trusted him. And then as I started to go down the path, I was like, hmm, it's not really, I don't, A, I don't fully understand what he's doing and why. And the thing that really, really sent alarm bells was that he'd put my mother and I, because my mother signed up with him at the same time, in the exact same funds. Now, 35 years difference in age. So her needs financially, like she was at the point where she was kind of maintaining and wanting to retire and wind down. Whereas I was very much in building, you know, wanting to save for a house, do do things and, and have my life. And it was, I thought, well, that's two different. I mean, even at that point, I was like, there's two different strategies there. And I just, I just, anyway, so I started to, to investigate this. And that's what sent me down the path that I'm on now, really, um, doing, you know, financial planning, um, study and starting to work with people and then looking at expenses and more of the the fundamental money education and then the, the relationships that we have with money and the mental wiring or rewiring that is necessary to, to really support what we want and why we want it. Because then what would happen is, is that, you know, in my case, when I, I started to, to earn a bit of bit more money, um, it would just flutter away. Even though I was really good at saving, I didn't have a purpose for what I was saving for. It was travel. So then I used to spend my money on travel. But then you then I'd be like, well, I don't really have money. Like, am I saving for a house? What am I doing? And it, I had to start to get really clear. And it was when I understood what my values were. I met a lady who I'm forever grateful for having met who who introduced me to the concept of values and then did a, a one-on-one value session with me. And from that moment on, it became very clear the decisions that I was making, the ones that either felt good and worked and the ones that didn't feel good and then, you know, 
ironically, didn't work, were all either in alignment or misalignment with my values. So, and then this led to the habits as a result, um, and then then the belief systems that underpin those. So they they all connect really nicely, like puzzle pieces. <laughs> so, it, but once you start to become aware of these things, and you start to ask yourself questions and go, okay, why do I believe this? Why did I believe I wasn't good with money? Um, hmm. And you can even if you don't know the technical side, you can learn it. You, you go do some study and you can start to talk to people and you, you gather information and you do some research online and you, you start to figure out what the things are that you want to get good at and the things that you don't. And that's the thing as well. We don't all have to be good at everything. And then you can then you know which professionals to hire and for what, because they're usually the things that you don't really want to get very good at. You might want to know just a bit but you can hire them to help you be really good at it or to help you achieve a certain goal that you have. So having that clarity is is really, really key. And like I said, that self-reflection or having a coach who actually holds the mirror back up to you and says, okay, I'm going to hold you to this. Why do you want to do this? Is, are you? Do you have enough passion behind it? Because sometimes, depending how big your goals are, things will get hard. You'll have the down days, you'll have the, you know, the, the self-doubt, the things that will creep in. But ultimately, if what you're doing things for, if it's a house or if it's a business, whatever it happens to be, the more passion you have behind it, the easier it will be to get through those tough times. And believe me, I experience them too. Um, and I, I, but I have the, the strategies and the tools to get through it. And I have a support network. So I can, I can lean on the people that I know will give me the right things, not just go, oh, poor you, let's go to the pub. They'll actually go, you know what? I think you need to go take a day, get some, take some time for yourself, get some oxygen, get some, get some perspective and then regroup and get back into it. And you know what? That is brilliant because sometimes you need someone to help you out of it as well, even if you give a lot to help others. So that's that's my experience as well. So that's there's there's a whole lot amongst all of that. But ultimately, it comes back to you, what you want and being unapologetic about that and being really clear. And it's not something that we're taught to do. It is it, it becomes simple once you start on the path Um, but it's and it's really really powerful and because of that you feel energized like there's just so much that's blah in the world but once you tap into this this part of yourself where you know you have the power to control things and change things and get yourself out of a mental hole or to to reach the goals that you set for yourself it's incredibly incredibly powerful and better yet as women we can then model that and teach that to our kids. It's awesome. Like I look at my daughter, she's only seven. And whenever something happens that she's not overly happy with, she's like, "Mm, that's all right, mama, I'll figure out a way to make it work. And I love that because she always does. And she usually will come up with a solution that I haven't thought of, or I didn't expect her seven-year-old brain to come up with. Um, And it constantly surprises me and I learn from it. But I'm giving her the space and I'm modeling the human side of it too. You know, like I'm like sometimes like, you know what, mama's just having a bit of a down day. (laughs) 
it'll get through it and you know you you kind of you experience it and then you you move past it and she sees that too so she recognizes it's okay to have those emotions it's okay to express them and to be vulnerable and to be honest and to recognize that she's still going to get support and love along the way as well and that's where having that that support network is important so i guess my ultimate message in all of this is to to understand yourself first and foremost have that clarity self-reflect look at your life and go and acknowledge the things that are good if you look back over time and think about what you've managed to create with whatever resources you have available and and really you know acknowledge the things that you've done and if there's things that you still want to do that's perfectly okay none of us are ever done with our lists You just need to have one and to step through it bit by bit and understand why you want the things on your list, be they goals, tasks, whatever they happen to be, and then make sure that your beliefs are supporting them. And then that the habits, the things, the behaviors that you actually do each day are supportive of that too, and that your values are aligned and that that whole package really comes together. And that is the sweet spot. When you can get all of that working in harmony, the simplicity and the ease and the flow that comes with that is really beautiful. And you'll start to see things happening. And when it comes to money, stuff doesn't necessarily happen instantly. The mindset side, you can start to make changes straight away. The money side itself, when you implement things, sometimes it'll take a little time, especially if you're saying, you know what, I'm only going to put $5 a week aside for that. And then a little bit by little bit, you'll be able to put more aside and more aside. The important thing is to do it little by little. You have like the, the, the joy of compounding is amazing. And But the, the thing is, it's a bit like a boat. You can only build it and steer it and move it and grow it <laughs> if you start. So it's not going to start on its own. You have to do something about it. I'll give you one last example here. I started with one of those micro investing apps a number of years ago and it invests your roundups. And and for the first sort of four and a half years, I literally just did the roundups because it was an experiment, really. I thought, oh, I just want to see what this does and how it works and da, da, da. Well, it had amassed to about four and a half thousand dollars. So that's over that was that was about a thousand dollars a year. Literally, just from roundups of cents. And then now I started to add in some extra because I was like, oh, I'm really, I'm, I'm seeing the benefits of this compounding here and I just want to accelerate it now. So you start to become almost addicted to the concept of compounding and seeing that momentum happen. And once you, once you start that, you'll realize it's worth it. And you won't even, it won't even feel like sacrifice either because it'll just start to feel good. You'll have your motivation. You'll have goals and tasks that are aligned to what you're doing. Your habits and your beliefs will all support it beautifully. You'll do some self-reflecting if you start to waver a bit because sometimes it happens. Um, and then you'll have your support network for when you really need that to get through a tough period. Um, and then off you go. And it's kind of a bit of a cycle. You just keep doing that again and again. And you'll find that you'll, you'll realize the level of success is yours and you are doing it. You're not following some, you know, latest fad or trend or whatever it happens to be. It's just really basic, simple stuff. Just taking action little by little every day and making sure that your mind is aligned with what you're doing and the values that you hold dear that steer that ship. 
So I hope that all, all resonates and that makes you think because more than anything, I want to I want to plant some seeds in there and get you thinking about the fact that you can do this and you can find that supportive network to be able to, to, to hold you in the space because you might be feeling quite vulnerable and that you can't do it right now. But somewhere inside you, you know that you're capable and just allow that that space to be held while you start to get all your ducks in a row and you start to make some start to take some action, get some momentum so you can steer your ship and actually get where you want to go. Anyway, have a lovely rest of your day and I hope you found that useful. If you did, feel free to share. It's um I love I love sharing and connecting. That's that's my thing. Um but yeah, it's up to you if you'd like to and just have a little sit down and think about it and maybe write write a few ideas down. I I have post-it notes everywhere. Or if I'm, you know, not near pen and paper, I put them into my phone in the reminders section or the notes section. I just like to get things down while I think of it because then once it's there, like down, my mind starts to think of other things as well. So I hope you enjoyed that again. And um, yeah, if you want to um, follow what I'm doing with the, the launch that's coming up, feel free to go to financialfulfillmentprogram.com. And enjoy the, the extra content I'm going to be releasing in the next um, couple of weeks. Bye for now.